I could have been someone. Well, so could anyone. You took my dreams from me when I first found you. I kept them with me, babe. I put them with my own. Can't make it all alone. I've built my dreams around you. And the, and the boys, boys on the NYPD choir are singing Galway Bay. And the bells are ringing out for Christmas Day. And scene. Happy Christmas! Everybody, how are you today? Okay, you've just basically had your ears murdered, for which I apologise. I'm not apologising. You're not apologising. So, we're in festive cheer. I hope you are too. We are. It is is a Christmas festive time here at uh, Forwardcast headquarters. Forwardcast HQ. We have have broken out the the Christmas wine and the mince pies in the run-up to Christmas. Uh, Well, to be fair, you're the only one eating the mince pies on the basis that I don't really do chocolate. Yeah, apparently, I found this out. Apparently, Alice doesn't do pies or chocolate or anything like that. So, I I turned up with all these mince pies, but I'm I'm eating them all myself. I'm not complaining. Yeah, well, no, to be fair, and he is eating them all. Like, seriously, he's got, like, a plethora of mince pies. And Covert is doing a really, really good job of hauling through the mince pies. I think we should, you know, yeah, congratulate I'm, I'm, him. I'm de- devouring these. So, um, yeah, everybody, welcome to this very Christmassy episode of The Forward Cast. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. We have carved out some time uh, from our busy Christmas shopping, which I still have Bizony. a little... Busy? Busy. Busy? Busy Christmas shopping. I Is that still word? have some stuff to do. It is now. Busy. It's a Christmas word. Okay. I've made it a Christmas word. Covert is so Christmassy that he's making up words. I am making up words. <laughs> so I almost have all my shopping done. Alice, are you all your preparations locked in? They are mostly locked in. The only issue that I have is that unfortunately my other half is an absolute bastard to buy for, so I'm still kind of on the edge about a couple of things. But ah, I'm gonna get there okay. and I, I am absolutely certain by the time that, you know, the moment of Christmas Eve under the tree comes, it's gonna be. F- I'm, I'm basically. It's gonna be fine. It's you'll, going you'll to be fine. You'll have to learn how that goes. How the reception with your presence is good. Or it's bad. going to be fine. I'm in denial. It's going to be fine. Well, I'm. I'm spending Christmas with housemates this year. Um. So I've kind of got them all stuff, which I think they'll like. But we're gonna find out on the day. So it's. Uh, I'll. What do you buy housemates? Surely you just buy them stuff for cleaning. <laughs> surely, surely it's it's a duster it's a vacuum cleaner like, it's a can of polish it's an air this freshener this is a hint you bastard that you're not following the cleaning <laughs> you're writer. a smelly fucking yeah. bastard do yeah. something about it okay. surely that is the only thing that you buy for housemates oh, oh, oh yeah no I, I should have done that maybe. I should have done that so wherever you are we hope you're having a very merry Christmas but yeah we're going to have quite a quick forward cast it's not going to be like a two hour marathon but we've got a well it might be but basically, Knowing Alice, us. Alice and I have managed to synchronise our Christmas schedules to meet up and do this. So um, we have a very quick episode, but I think a very productive one, because mm. it's all going to be about the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future. Ooh. So for those of did, you... Did, did you like my... That was good. That was terrifying. Did, did, yeah? Yeah. It was, was, yeah. I thought it was supernatural. a good impression of a ghost. That was very supernatural. Right. Yeah. There are Ghostbusters pouring in as we speak. I feel like you're patronising I'm very patronising. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those of you who are familiar with Charles Dickens' classic, 
Christmas tale, Scrooge, will be aware that it's a tale of an old miserly businessman mm-hmm. who gets visited on Christmas Eve by three ghosts. Mm-hmm. The ghost of Christmas past. Ooh. And they show Scrooge all of his past and the mistakes he's made. And then there's the ghost of Christmas present, Ooh. which shows Scrooge where he is right now. It, they tell him the situation that he's got himself currently in. And then finally they show him the ghost of Christmas future. Ooh. And the ghost of Christmas future is a warning to Scrooge that if he doesn't change his ways right now, the future ahead of him is going to be bleak. He's not going to get what he wants. Now, ha- Alice, have you read the classic Dickens or are you more familiar with the Muppet version? I have no- <laughs> I've never read the book. Come on. Of course I've never read the book. Um, I love Dickens. Mm -hmm. I think Dickens was a classic author. I think he was a genius. And I know that he was a genius because I have never read a single one of his books. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I am very familiar with the story. And I I can't believe that you've called me out there. Yes, The Muppet Christmas Carol. And also Scrooged which is the one with Bill Murray. Oh, Bill Murray. Which was so good. It was so good. But the basic story, I think, is, you know, everybody knows the basic story. Whether you've read the book, nobody's read the book. If you've read the book or whether, you know, you've watched the films, everyone's familiar with the story. It's Mm. a looking... and, and, And what's really interesting is it's a classic kind of life coach technique. It's looking back mm-hmm. and assessing what it was. Yep. It's looking at now and assessing where you are. Mm-hmm. And then it's planning for the future. And I, that, So when you first um, messaged me and said, hey, I think this is a really great idea for the podcast, I was like, okay, this is like Dickens' Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. but actually this is a life coach technique. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like it. And also, you know, it's, you know, Muppets. Yeah, uh, also Muppets. And if you haven't seen the, the, the Muppet version, Michael Caine stars as Scrooge. Mike, I only told to blow the bloody doors off. Well, there's that fantastic scene because they've got all the um, the rats that work for him. The Muppet rats all all his his accountancy crew. (laughs) And at one point, they're all in this cold room and they go up to him. It's like, excuse me, Mr. Scrooge, the accountancy department would like another piece of coal for the fire. He's like, well... How would the accountancy department like to be unemployed? And they all break out like Hawaiian. Oh, hey, this is my sun. island in yeah. the sun. <laughs> it's, it's, a it's a great film. If you haven't seen The Muppet Christmas Carol, I immediately order you to go and watch it. Because it's actually, bloody funny. We could actually spend this entire episode talking about Muppets. We, we could. We could. But I feel that would be a uh. waste of our listeners' time. So what we're going to do, because I'm sure you're all busy getting to your own Christmas celebrations, so we just have this quick exercise for you, which we're calling the Ghost of Christmas Past, Present and Future. Mm. So what we recommend is get a journal or get a piece of paper Mm. or something that you can write down. And uh, we're going to start with the Ghost of Christmas Past. So Alice, what exercise should our listeners try for the Ghost of Christmas Past? Ooh. Ooh. Um... Okay, so when I talk about journaling, most of the time I talk about the future. Journaling is about writing what we want for the future. But it can be really, really positive to think back on where we are, especially sometimes around Christmas, around New Year. You know, it's a it's a kind of pagan delineation if you want to talk about it. You know, it's right. time. Ah, it's pagan. You know, we all burn in hell and whatever. Anyway, um, but it's a you know it's a nice time of the year to kind of draw a line and say, okay, where am I? Where was I? What's going to happen? So as a journaling prompt. And this is something that I do every year. Thinking about where I was 12 months ago. And as always, when I talk about journaling, there are four areas to think about. Health, wealth, relationships, and time. 
okay? Health, wealth, relationships, time. So what would be really great is for you to write out... Quirt. Pardon? Health, wealth, relationship, time. So your acronym would be Quirt. Well, I mean, you can rearrange them if you want. Health, I'm not sure there's a so okay, I'm not sure there's an acronym that actually works. Uh to, no, this could go on for a while. Um but if you think about where you were previously, sometimes it's okay to when you're journaling to just momentarily go into the past. And the thing I always say, if you're going into the past, set yourself a timer. Five minutes, okay. 10 minutes, but make it a finite amount of time. Okay. Because we all have an, a tendency to get sucked into the past. We can mm. think about, you know, that person and that situation and, oh, I should have said that and I should have done that. And that, you know, that way madness lies. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to do this, I want you to set a timer. Set yourself 10 minutes. 10 minutes is good. 10 minutes, it's fine. And I want you to write down where you were 12 months ago. Look at your situation. And again, look at those four things. Uh, Health, wealth, time, relationships. What was your health like, physical and mental? Wealth, what was your monetary situation like? Time, where were you spending your time? Not just your day-to-day time, but your free time. And then relationships, your romantic relationships, your familial relationships, your friend relationships. What were you doing? And then once you've written that stuff down, I want you to really critically kind of sit back and say, okay, what was good? What was bad? You know, just take yourself out of it. Don't attach any emotion. Just be a really light kind of feather touch. Just, okay, this is fine. I'm looking at somebody else's life. Don't get involved. Let's not get into the beating ourselves up brigade because that's not what this is about this is about okay you know what was good what was bad and just write it out and the action of writing it out means that it goes into our head what was good about what we were doing okay so that is the ghost of christmas past Mm. so you've got your piece of paper you've spent about 10 minutes writing all that down sorry i i didn't i just realized that when you said that i didn't go woo I shall edit in the woo. Woo, I think, I think you know, the woo is important. Every time we say the ghost of Christmas, whatever, I think there should be a woo. Anyway, like carry on. Carry on. So every time we say we're going to no, 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 not take it. Well, actually, no, take it. Just take a drink as well. Take a drink as well. A drink as well. That's yeah. fine. But I yeah. think every time we talk about a ghost, there should be a woo. Okay. Anyway, carry on. So by now you've got your, hopefully at the end of the ghost of Christmas past exercise, you have your woo, you have your piece of paper, and it should have hopefully that, that analysis of last Christmas, where you were 12 months ago. And I think what's really, and I, yeah, you should have a piece of paper that's an analysis, but let's not get too logical about it. Okay. It's just, how did it feel? Okay. Because ultimately we are emotional creatures. How did it feel? Okay. So now we come on to part two of the exercise. This is called The Ghost of Christmas Present. So, Alice, what do we do for The Ghost of Christmas Present? Okay, so The Ghost of Christmas Present is, where are you right now? And the thing that's most important about this is about gratitude. So, wherever you are right now, even if it's not where you want to be, the most important thing is that you need to be grateful about it. And we can always summon gratitude, even if things are really horrible. And don't get me wrong, as uh, talking to the XJW community, there are lots of people who are being actively shunned. Mm. 
And Christmas in particular is one of those times of year where people who are being shunned and people who don't have their family mm. are hurting. Mm. And I, as you guys know, I'm, I, I count myself as very, very lucky because I'm not being actively shunned by my parents. Mm. But there are lots of people who, you know... The problem is that we we see these films on TV and everybody else's life on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and look there's this whole like load of people that are getting together and all their families together and they've mm. got all these presents under the Christmas tree and then we look at our life and think well I'm alone and mm. by myself and that can be really really hard and as someone who spent many many Christmases by themselves literally mm. sat in front of the TV with my radio times in my pyjamas, just, you know, watching shit and eating crap. I understand how horrible that is. So mm. this can be a really difficult thing. But what I want you to find is all the stuff you're grateful for. Mm. Okay, if you don't have your family, that is really, really shit. Mm. But what do you have? Do you have freedom? Do you have independence? Mm. Do you have your own ability to make your own decisions? What are you thinking about at the moment? You know, mm. all the people that you have made connections with, your friends, your co-workers, whoever it might be, I want you to think about what you have mm. and I want you to write down what you're grateful for. Okay. And there's also a, a second part to this that goes to for Christmas present, and this is going to lead us into the third part, is we all have, hopefully, if you've been listening to us for a while, we've been stressing the importance of goals and of, of proceeding, you know, working out what we want in life and taking active steps to get there. And one of the <clears throat> one of the things you can do now, that now that you can have your ghost of Christmas present, is compare it to where you were in the ghost of Christmas past. So in the last 12 months, and be honest, are you closer to your goals or are you further away from your goals than you were 12 months ago? Now, there's no... There's no right or wrong answer here. Don't beat yourself up if you look at some aspects of your life and think, actually, I'm a little bit further... I've slipped a little bit in the last 12 months. I'm not as close as I was previously. Um, because that's okay, because we all go there. But do an honest appraisal. Mm. What direction are we going in? Mm. Because this is going to lead us into the ghost of Christmas future. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. So, Alice, <laughs> take us through the last exercise which is the last part of this exercise, which is the ghost of Christmas future. Okay, so the ghost of Christmas future is goal setting, mm -hmm. okay? Um, you cannot be excited about the future unless you know where you're going. Mm -hmm. In order to know where you're going, you need to have goals. Yep. Now, the thing I will say is that because of the way that our brains work as humans, there is no such thing as a 12-month goal. There is a 12-month goal, but we can't focus on that because it's too far away. Mm -hmm. So what we need to do is we need to write down what the 12-month goal is, mm -hmm. and then we need to break it down into three-month segments, so quarterly segments, essentially. Mm -hmm. So depending on what, you know, uh, coaching uh, life you aspire to, there are different ways of setting goals. But the easiest one is the one that most of us know if we've been in any kind of employed uh, business, uh, the one is SMART. Setting SMART goals. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. S-M-A-R-T. SMART yeah. goals. Okay? Specific. It needs to be really specific. We're not talking about, ooh, I want to be richer. 
How much richer? Mm. By how much? And then, an extension of that, what will that give you? Mm. Okay, don't just say, well, I want to get a pay rise of blah. Okay, well then, what will you do with that pay Mm. rise? Be really, really specific about it. Measurable. Exactly how much? If we're talking about a health goal, for example, Mm. oh, I want to lose some weight. How much weight? How much weight? Oh, I want to improve my 5K time. By how much? Mm. Achievable. Achievable means that you're you're actually bringing it back to uh, to reality. Mm-hmm. So I'm sat here, um, you know, I'm a I'm a fairly normal kind of mid thirties person. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be able to run faster than Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. I could try. But it's probably not going to happen. So for me to go, well, I'm going to beat Usain Bolt's, you know, 100 metres record. That's a load of bollocks. So actually, Alice, you need to set something that is achievable. So think about your goal. Stretch yourself. It must be a stretch goal. But make sure it's something that you actually have a, you know, decent decent chance of actually getting. Decent chance of hitting. Relevant. Is it relevant to what you want to be? It needs to be something that's like, because hopefully you already know what you want out of life, so it needs to be something yes. that's pushing you toward that endpoint. Yes. Yeah. And then the final point is timely. I want a deadline. Yeah. What is your deadline? Because otherwise, and this is my uh, one of my favourite um, uh, quotes is, a plan without a time without a timeline, a deadline mm. is a dream. If you put a timeline on a dream, it becomes a plan. Yeah. So there needs to be a time by that day, and it doesn't matter, it kind of does matter what the day is. If you say, well, in 20 years, I will have done, that's not a thing. Mm. But put a timeline on it. Get specific. Yeah. So, for example, if you were to say, losing the health thing, if you were to say, I want to be able to run my first 5K within three months. Perfect. Which is an example, rather than saying, you know what, I'd like to be a better runner someday. Exactly, you know, or, exactly. Yeah, or I'd like to, I want to get it. I mean, one of the things, if you're going back into education, which is something that we encourage all of you to do, your goal for the first three months well, might be within, like by, by February, I will have applied for this course. Yes. Or you could break it down and sort of say, right, I, w- I want to apply for this course, so by June, I need to have saved up this much to pay for the course. Yep. And then I can, so you start breaking it down into yeah. stages. And as I said earlier, basically the way that our brain works, mm. there are no goals beyond three months. Okay. It, just because of way, the way that our brain works, three months feels tangible, mm-hmm. a year doesn't. Okay. So whatever goal that we're setting, even if it's part of a larger goal, mm. the goal that we're setting, the time, the timeliness, the timeliness of the goal that we're setting needs to be within three months okay so if your goal is to lose 10 stone Mm -hmm. for argument's sake that's okay and that's amazing Mm -hmm. but what's your three month goal so if your argument is in 12 months time i will have lost 10 stone Mm -hmm. okay but in three months you will have lost three stone yeah or two or you know whatever it is break it down to something that's achievable Mm -hmm. So you could almost say that the way all of these exercises link back together, and we'll use, we'll use health as an example, mm. um, but obviously this could be education, this could be relationship goals, this could be your employment, this could be your career, your hobby, whatever you want to do. Um, we'll use health as an example. So if last Christmas you you're, you work out that maybe um, you were working out daily or you were working out three times a week, um, and then you discover this Christmas you're actually not doing much exercise at all, so the ghost of Christmas future would be, well, 
That's the sound of Alice pouring wine. Just so if you can hear that in the background. You cannot stop me. I love my wine. Okay. So <laughs> the, the, the ghost of Christmas future. Would be I like, just I just love the fact that you're talking about health and you yes, know, moving I'm forward. To, and yeah. I'm basically there just pouring Alice like a pouring massive wine. glass pouring of wine. wine. She's yeah. Pouring Christmas wine. And you cannot um, I, I you cannot stop me, and I'm not afraid, okay. and I'm not apologetic. Okay. That's fine. But to, sort of, to bring it back to that point, you'd have the the ghost of Christmas future would be like, well, in November, which is like twelve months, almost twelve months away, I want to run a half marathon which means the first three months I would have trained myself to run a 5k and then mm. the next three months I will be up to a 10k and then the next three months I'll have something else and also there might be smaller groups which is like on January the 1st I'm going and buying a pair of running shoes mm. so we're talking about planning planning that first three months yeah. setting your goals because that goes to past present and future is where where have I been where am I right now where do I want to be yeah um, and so that's what we're kind of recommending for your your Christmas stroke New Year life coaching exercise is basically the ghost of Christmas past, present and future. And there's a really great thing I actually recommend. So for the past few years, I have done an exercise on either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And it's a, a exercise from a book that's called Best Year Yet. Um, and I think covert because you're quite good at this stuff you'll probably put the links in the show notes yeah but this is a really great exercise it's 12 questions to allow you to do basically what we've just talked about evaluating where you were evaluating where you are and evaluating where you want to be and regardless of whether you're religious or not this seems to be a really good time of year to do that kind of shit Mm. so this is a really good way to say okay I'm taking a handle of my life. Mm. I'm taking a grip of it. I'm actually not letting life happen to me. Mm. I am going to decide to make life happen for me. Mm. So this is a really good way of establishing what's happened, what's happening right now, and what's going to happen in the future, and setting those goals. So I would thoroughly recommend that you go and find this book. It's something that I do every single year for about the past five years. My best friend recommended it to me quite a few years ago and it's kind of like a reset it's like okay what do you want to happen Mm. let's take control of life let's stop letting things just kind of happen and we all kind of like you know swim along and nobody knows what's going on and you know we we just kind of oh well that's happening or that's happening and that's fine what do we want to happen Mm. and this is a really great way of doing it so i thoroughly recommend this book cool so that brings us to the end of our rapid fire Christmas episode. I hope you're all going to have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Alice, where can we find you online? Uh, I am on Twitter at the Alice Chesh. Come and find me. I am currently searching for my uh, number of uh, apostate followers to reach special significance of 666. So please come and be one of my special apostate followers. Okay, so let's see if we can help Alice get to her 666 number. Mm. I'm on Twitter at CovertFamed. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so on Patreon. I just want to say a huge thank you to all the new patrons who've signed up. I will be giving you a name-by-name shout-out on the very next episode. Um, I'm not doing it on this one because I'm rubbish and we're recording this episode very quickly. Totally rubbish. Alice has to rush off for her Christmas plans and Mm. I've got to rush off for mine. So uh, have a great Christmas, a happy new year, and we'll see you on the next podcast. It's Christmas!